1: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpresscom with Amex.
0: Tennis, swimming, lacrosse—whatever you need me to play, I'm gonna go do it. If it's some money on the
1: line, I'm gonna go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation.
0: But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going uh, free. Wait,
1: though. not a game.
0: Not a, not a, not the game that I go out there and, and die for.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. The Points in the Paint podcast presented by Stadium. We are Stadium's number one. Numero uno. Podcast. Yes. Always exciting. Ben Mm -hmm. Wittenstein. Zach Badgerhouse always in
0: the house. Ben, how are you doing, sir? Zach, I'm doing well. Watched some NBA over the weekend, watched some college basketball over the weekend. Just Friday for me for college basketball. Go EMU, go Imani Bates. That's all I can say. That's all <laughs> I can putting, say. He was putting the hurt. He was looking good. <laughs> looking real good, man. You got to add the real good. He was looking real good. Listen, but when, when you see the block E on the left leg, come March, come April, don't be surprised. That's all <laughs> I'm say. Don't be surprised.
1: It's good. It's a good weekend. It's starting to get cold. It's starting to feel like winter. It's it's really starting to feel like basketball season. Basketball season. Talk exactly. About it. We appreciate mm-hmm. everyone. Uh, talking to us on facebook yep leave us rating leave us a review you can find us anywhere you find your podcasts Mm -hmm. um we'd love to hear from you love to get a good rating if we can if you don't like us yeah we're on youtube too yeah watch the full episodes on youtube we got a new fancy uh what, what's the new fancy word for it? New fancy three, four shot, whatever it is, yeah, whatever yeah. you call it in yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Zach's controlling the controls. So, <laughs> you know, we got a nice little one shot going on Zach one right shot. now. Yeah, we can go yeah. a little two shot. It, do, it's looking yeah, good. We can spice since, it up. Yeah, exactly. We can it up
0: a little bit, you know, get, the, get, get us all in there together. You and then, know? yeah, makes yeah. perfect. <laughs> and then you hit
1: the cut and we're, we're all there. Then we got the two shots. So mm-hmm. so we're, 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 we're doing well. We're doing yeah, well. We are doing well. So let's start it out. As we always do. One big thing OBT. of the week. Just one thing. One thing. Mm. Zach. Uh, Boston Celtics. We'll start there. We have a couple big things. We always say one big thing of the week. It always ends up being like three or four big things of the week, which is fine. It's fine. <laughs> we, it's better than calling it like six big things of the week. But uh, we wanted to talk to Boston Celtics. Yes, we do. And you put unfinished business, question mark, unfinished business? Yeah. What's What's the deal with the Boston Celtics?
0: I mean, I feel like they're on a run to really been just kind of get the ball rolling in terms of just – going right back to the NBA Finals because they were just there a season ago, as we both know. And Jason Tatum is in his bag. They've won six straight. Ben. I don't know if you're paying attention to the Celtics. They have the won six straight. But they won six straight. Jason Tatum is looking more and more aggressive. If you haven't checked out Zach Impressive 6 from this week, make sure you do that. Week 4, I'm talking about Tatum. He's just gotten more and more aggressive attacking the basket. I think he's up to like 10 free throws a contest in terms of attempts. Ben, Jay Tatum, in his bag, man. Talk about it a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's
1: been really, really good. I've really uh, appreciated what Tatum has brought this season because I thought after last season, Mm -hmm. after going to the finals, dealing with all the finals – Losing in the finals—that's tough for any team. You think he they come on in the finals do... too? We talked yeah, about he yeah, he did, yeah. he did, and he was getting crap for it Definitely all was. over social media. Yeah. So the thing you have to realize is they have—they're coming off like a finals hangover where they didn't even win. They're coming off coaching change issues. They're coming off off-season drama. They're coming off getting Malcolm Brogdon, which is awesome. Then yep. he's been in and out with injury, so they've been you know trying to figure themselves out.
0: And on the fly, in a sense. Yeah, on the fly, and they're looking good. Yeah, on
1: the fly, and they're looking good. So it's been fun to watch them kind of feel themselves out here.
0: And I like what uh, defensively, you know, if we really got to put it up there and talk about it, I would really say defensively, Marcus Smart has really gotten it done. I would say. I would think so. I think Marcus Smart has really been able to, like – get right back to it on defensive tip in terms of trying to be defensive player of the year yep. because he's out there getting steals he's diving for loose balls he's doing all the little things that you want from your defensive point guard and Marcus Smart
1: yeah he's been um he's been fun to watch and you really have to give it out to the consistency that they've had because again coaching changes it's hard to go through coaching change let alone like two weeks before the season starts right. and now you're scrambling trying to figure out what this coach wants the style he wants to play and you're still one of the more dominant teams in the NBA. Easily. It's and it, crazy. Yep. And then, you know, it's some other teams
0: that can give them a little run for their money so far this season. But I feel like personally, so far, throughout the season, Boston Celtics, they have been in front of the pack in terms of getting it done. They've played well on the road. They're at yeah. home a few games this week. And so they've really gotten it done. And like I said, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, for sure, both of the Jays have been balling. But I got to give credit being really to Jason Tatum. I really got to do
1: that. Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been the uh, picture boy of consistency and they're the top offensive team in the league when you look at points per game and that's not hard it's not easy to do in the NBA no, especially true. when the defense has been picking up but they're top they're number 1 in the NBA in offensive points per game. Yep. Defense could use a little bit work. They're 17th in the league in defense, okay. but they've been depend. a little bit better the last three games. Got to improve that a little bit. Now, that's understandable given, you know, coming off a season where they were in the NBA finals and a coaching change, so it's understandable maybe the defense needs some time to catch up. But... I don't have too many complaints. Honestly, I don't have too many complaints about the Boston Celtics. Now, let's go down a little further south,
0: but keep it in the east. Yeah. A team that's really gotten better defensively, being since the firing of your man's. I just want to throw that out there a little bit. Their last five games, they have really improved from a defensive standpoint. The Brooklyn Nets yeah. under Jock Vaughn. I don't know if your man, Steve Nash, oh, couldn't get whoa. them boys out I there. I will not take <laughs> Steve Nash
1: slander. I will not. I will not take Steve Nashlander. That man is a treasure to America, and he's probably enjoying his the non-coaching. Ball. Yeah, he's just probably going to Bahamas, <laughs> hanging out on the beach, living life. But the the Nets have been great. Yeah. They really have. KD's looked really good. Passing the the team's playing like a team. Actually, the defense is there. You know, so they something clicked. You know, you you get rid of Nash, Kyrie's on a suspension, the team maybe is just feeling free. They're like, listen, we got a new coach. We can play, be ourselves, play by ourselves here. Jock Vaughn's coming in. He adjusted the defense. Like, th- the team's rolling. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, they are
0: rolling. They've, they're they they're holding teams being under 100 points. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. Like, I really like the fact that they're clamping down defensively. This is a team that has struggled. They couldn't guard a parked car, Being no. if I'm being quite frank. And so the fact that they've been able to step it up defensively, hold teams under 100 points. They've done that at least three or four times so far underneath uh, Jock Vaughn, so I'm really proud of that. We'll see if it continues once Kyrie returns from suspension and they'll be able to keep their offense flowing the same way because on the offensive side, too, I know I've talked a lot about the defense being, but on the offensive side, I really feel like they've doing a lot more cutting. There's not a lot of standing around on offense for guys like Seth Curry or Joe Harris or Nick Claxton. Like Those guys aren't standing around anymore. They're moving, they're cutting, and that's why you've seen the last five games Kevin Durant assist rate kind of move up a Going little up, bit. Going up, he's trusting mm-hmm. these guys
1: a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I respect that. I think that's really good that he's looking at his teammates, he's adjusting, and and they're coming through for him too. That's the second part of that. Yeah. He has to trust them, and they have to come through for him. So, listen, I, I don't I don't know if I'm fully in on the Nets. That's fine. But I they're slowly starting to get people's trust back, I think, in terms of being like the team that people expected them to be at the start of the season. Right. They're becoming more of that team now.
0: I think so, too. And we'll see
1: what can happens. Can that last, though? Can it last? Yeah, so I
0: say we'll see what happens when Kyrie returns, if they'll be able to keep that same flow in terms of the offense, or it'll be a lot of more iso ball. We'll see what happens. But hopefully it's in that same right direction, keep that momentum going.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I, and I think they can. I mean, maybe maybe they realize, hey, here, here's the thing. Here's what I'm worried for them about. Two things can happen, or three things can happen, right? Kyrie comes back, and they continue to play really well. Right. And the team gels again, and it's great. Kyrie comes back. And the team struggles again. Now, if that happens, they might be in real deep trouble because if they think, all right, maybe we were better without Kyrie and they tr- they try to trade him, is there going to be a market for Kyrie for them to get anything back for him?
0: I think so, uh, just off the strength of like – I mean, off-the-court noise is off-the-court noise, but in terms of just, like, okay, will he be available? Because that's one of the biggest things, too, right? Mm-hmm. Availability is the best ability sure. if you're Kyrie Irving. That's Urban. a big issue. So like, he's had his issues with injuries, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But I think even over the last, like, the second half of last season, coming into this season, I don't think we'll have to really have too many concerns, being In terms of injury, I think it's more so just, like, the off-the-court noise, his head, like, where where's his head space at? Right. You know, those sort of things, and – Outside of that, I think he'll be able to play well and ball out for a team if the trade rumors do kind of speculate.
1: Yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting to see because when he comes back, it's going not only will all eyes be on him and the Nets, but they're going to have to actually play well, and they're going to have to continue to play well after playing well. You know, They've been like, all right, we're rolling. (laughs) We're doing great. We're playing good basketball. All right, not only are we getting a very good but controversial player back, but all eyes are on us now. All eyes are on him. Can we play through that after – Suddenly, it's seeming like freeing themselves from Steve Nash issues, from Kyrie issues. They're like, "All right, we got a new coach. He's a good defensive coach. We're figuring it out. We're playing well." And now they have to deal with everything else back again, all the media attention back on them. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see if they can figure that out once that happens. Um, another team going on a mini streak. A
0: little mini streak. Listen, I know. A little
1: Sacramento King action. We talk bad.
0: Listen, B, I know we be talking bad. Yeah, about the Sacramento Kings, but. Yeah, they're on a little mini streak, man. They uh, won three games bit, in a row. Streak, I just yeah. like the teams that they were able to beat, too, though. You know, so they went out in their previous game. They beat the Golden State Warriors. That's a team that the Warriors always felt like, and if you hear it all the time, being in the media from Warriors players about how that Sacramento team, they're, they're coming, they're going to be coming. They that are. franchise is getting better and better. The, the yeah. games are getting tighter. Will they finally be? In? Finally, able to get a dub over the Golden State Warriors, and I like the fact that Sabonis went out there and was
1: balling. He's been win. such a good addition, man. To twenty that team. and twenty,
0: yeah, twenty twenty game. Being, I was very impressed with that. Keegan Murray, the rookie. Shout out to Monty, you know, Iowa alum. This man, <laughs> he, Keegan oh, Murray, been awesome. Was balling out. They finally made
1: a good draft pick. That people are like, all right, we <laughs> love this guy. We didn't expect him to be good, and now he's here and he's good. So Keegan's going to be special. Yep. He's going to be a special player down the road. And them having Sabonis, I think, is huge for them. Deer and Fox is, you know, Deer and Fox been playing well, doing well, doing great. So there's something to be said. It might be Mike that's Brown's true. the right coach for this team. Yeah. You know, maybe he's getting them together. There so, you go. Talk about Mike Brown in I, a good light. They've been they've been searching so much for a coach <laughs> yeah. that that's the right coach for them, and they couldn't find any. They had issues with a couple, and a couple had issues. You know, with the players, they couldn't find one that finally meshed. And you bring in Mike Brown, a guy who has a lot of head coaching experience. He does coach LeBron, has a lot of coaching experience to take teams to the finals. You know, with the Warriors, yep. so he has the experience and the veteran presence to be able to coach a young team like this that needs to learn how to just even get to the damn playoffs. That's like not true. even just yeah, to the finals, the you you got to get to the damn playoffs here. Yeah. And it's suddenly looking like maybe, maybe, maybe. something's working. maybe. Out maybe. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm not. I'm not worried about saying that statement, but. Maybe I'll keep it at that. Maybe something's going right in Sacramento.
0: That's fair. I like the Aaron Fox is doing too. Clutch baskets down the stretch. He's one of the more clutch clutch players in the NBA right now. If you go look that up for clutch points, De'Aaron Fox' name should be right there, top two, if not two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's playing extremely well too. I like the fact that they brought Malik Monk in. They got the Kentucky backcourt riding how You know how I feel about that. So go Wildcats! Love a little, in. Uh, little Wildcat action, yeah, whatever they do you know with their saying? hands. Malik, yeah, yeah, Malik Monk doing it, doing his thing. So I'm really proud of that. One thing that I want to mention too with the Kings, and keep an eye out on this too, sure. even for betting purposes. Okay. Pay attention, Ben, to player props from Trey Lyles, especially his three-pointers. He's going to be getting them up because okay. Mike Brown, he wanted that. He wanted him to let it fly because he felt like teams were closing in on him for the drive as opposed to the shot. Right. And so if Trey Lyles continues to shoot the ball with confidence and step his three-point percentage up, Hey, it may get the one and a half, two and a half. You you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't mind that. Go ahead and win you some money. Bet on the Sacramento King player props. Look at
1: that. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, let's talk about one more, one big thing um, for you. We have to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about uh, what is this team right now? Because they started out hot. Start out great. Donovan Mitchell looking really good on the Cavs, along Mm. with Darius Garland. Jared Allen, we know, has been, you know, was playing well to start the season. He's been in and out of the lineup now. Right. Right. This team's lost four in a row. They've lost four in a row. They're on a four-game losing streak. Now, they have had issues, guys, in and out of the lineup. Jared Allen, one of those guys. Darius Garland's been in and out of the lineup with some issues. Donovan
0: Mitchell didn't play in the last game.
1: Yep, yep. So, certainly, you could put some blame on availability for some of these players. But Mm -hmm. four-game losing streak, they have not looked good in a lot of these games. Their their defense has been bad. They're giving up the fifth most points per game during that four-game stretch in the league. And normally in the fourth quarter, Zach, they have the second best offense. Or excuse me, second best defense in the fourth quarter this year. Mm-hmm. That is now the 10th worst defense in the NBA in the last four games. So, what's going on in Cleveland? That that's my question. What's the issue here? <laughs> well, I think
0: the biggest thing being was that the fact that okay, they're on the road they played a yep. good Clippers team. You know, I think, that, yeah, the Clippers were a good team. The Kings, you know, we, we just talked about the Kings and their win streak. So, yeah, I guess technically that's, Kings, that's, yeah, that's sure. a part of the Kings. That's a part of the Kings' win streak. One
1: team has to go up, one team, team has, has to, to go, go down. Snow, you know, so, so that's just
0: how it plays out like that. But I think when they get back in the swing of things in terms of, like, getting all their players back. Yeah, go, go so back like home Jared maybe. David Allen. Sure. Donovan Mitchell, once those guys come back. Because they they have they, they did go out there. They come, came back home, but they didn't play in those games after the road trip. So their first home game back, they didn't play. So once we see them, you know, come back, Jared Allen and uh, Donovan Mitchell, we'll get the full assessment for, like,
1: what, what to expect. Okay. I I think that's fair. I'm not – I'm by no means, you know, saying this guy's falling in Cleveland. I don't want to like be the, the over dramatic guy about the Cleveland Cavaliers being suddenly bad now. <laughs> it's it's November. You're going to go through some rough stretches, especially right. when you have a new player like Donovan Mitchell. You have to kind of figure out how he works himself into the lineup. Mm-hmm. But it's not the greatest look. It, it it really isn't the greatest look for him. I, I think they need to start figuring some stuff out, and they need to start getting healthy, and maybe they'll start making a run once the calendar changes to 2023. But you give it maybe a month. A month to get healthy, a month to figure it out, a month to to get yourselves together and get the chemistry going. But it's certainly something to keep an eye on because I really like the Cavs and they are going to be a playoff team and they're going to they be are. they're going to have a chance to go deep into the playoffs, I think, with the way they are constructed. So to see them stumbling like this, it's not a huge red flag, but just something to pay attention to. Something to pay think, attention
0: to. I think too being one, one thing I do want to mention with the Cavaliers, I think the X factor for that team has to be Kyrie Levert because uh, he's a guy that can go out there and get 20 at any given night, right? Mm-hmm. Any given night, Karis Sever can go out there and get 20. So I feel like if Donovan Mitchell's having a bad night off night or if Darius Garland having a bad night off night, if it's not going to be a young Isaac Okoro or a young Evan Mobley, it got to be a vet guy like a Karis Severt to go out there and get a bucket and get a few stops for that
1: Cleveland Cavalier team. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, let's get into what's trending 50 burgers. We got a bunch of 50 burgers this (laughs) early in the season. It's kind of fun. Joel and Darius Garland, 50-plus points.
0: 50-plus points. Joel Embiid, he went out there, and he had what? About... 59, Wait, no, so Joel had 59 fifty nine, almost 60 so it could have been a 60. I really budget. wish he hit 60. And he almost had so a quadruple nice. double, like he almost had a quad too, Being so like I thought that was going to be impressive. <laughs> he That's, was
1: blocking stuff all night? He had five he blocks. Backboard. got yeah, no, I had, thought he had, did he have five or seven? He had, yeah, I had a high had, number. We had five in the fourth alone. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm getting yeah. at, like he only had five, he had five blocks in the fourth quarter alone, and a key block, I felt like, being. Yeah, he did. A key block in the game yeah. at the end, it was around one-on-one and 98 and sexton was on a Stuffed fast him. break get that out of here yep. not in my crib you know what I'm and saying? that's
1: the thing with joel i i'm i love to rag on joel i'll make fun of joel all day long but he is one of the few players in the league there's maybe maybe five of them that can go off for 60 plus points he can go. He can have a quadruple double. Honestly, like he's one of those guys where you come in and you're like, "Joel can have a quadruple double any night." Okay. That he what plays.
0: specific stats are we talking here? Like he what can are we- have
1: he points, rebounds, assists. That's three. Blocks is okay. another one. Blo- Honestly, no, yeah. like blocks, steals, blocks,
0: blocks, rebounds, and points for the trip dub. Yes. Oh, 100 percent. And he's someone who that. can get a quad. Yeah, like yeah. He,
1: you can. He's someone you can easily see, and he's the only one of you know five other players: KD, Giannis. Like, Steph's not really built for a quadruple double, nah, really. Nah.
0: He has to get, like, ten steals, and I
1: don't see him playing no. on-board defense no. enough. Not at all.
0: And his arms ain't long enough for no passing lanes either, so I don't think that'll work out either.
1: And even, like, <laughs> I mean, LeBron in his prime, not LeBron now. Mm, I think LeBron can
0: still get a quad you think, now. You, you yeah, you LeBron LeBron can? maybe I'm being okay. biased. That's eh, fair.
1: <laughs> but, again, he's just one of those rare guys that's built like that, and, and this is not – I would – be doubtful this is going to be the only time he's going to score 50 points in a game this season. Yeah, possibly. he's going to do it again. Yeah, DG,
0: I don't know if he'll get 50 again, but he'll definitely have some high 40s. Yeah, I definitely feel like he'll have some high 40 games. And I wish they would have won the game yeah. 51 points and they were fighting back. They came close to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ooh, they were yeah, so close. They were really and close.
1: DG had 10 threes being in the contest. Yeah. He was 10 of 14, so he was hooping. You know what? You know what I other thing? This could have been one big thing, but it's also what's trending. You bring up the Timberwolves. What the hell's going on with Timberwolves? Also, I, I mean, we talked about the Cavs have four-game losing I'm streak. Tell you something. I'm not worried about the Cavs. Sacramento's on a win streak. I've I have hope for this for the Kings. Right. But man, Timberwolves—they bring in Gobert. They think Gobert and Karl Anthony Towns are going to be like a thing. Ooh, that's not a, been a it's thing. It's not working. No, I don't know what's going on. De, I mean, D'Angelo Russell, you know, he's ugh, again. Like it's just like they have a bunch <laughs> of these guys who theoretically could be really good, and they've just been garbage. Would you say what you call it? Garbage.
0: <laughs> Rudy Gobert would love that. Garbage. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, you you are absolutely right. Rudy Gobert. I mean, I said it from the jump though. Being they don't have he doesn't have any offense. So, like, I can understand from a defensive standpoint, if you want to get better defensively, it may make sense in your mind to bring in. You know, what I'm saying a guy like a uh, Rudy Gobert. Yes. However, if you're not playing the good, a uh, well enough perimeter defense. And your perimeter players are getting blown by for layups and floaters, things that can't really, that Rudy Gobert can't really contest all the time because his man may be on the outside and a little away from the basket, and that's more opportunities for the opposing team to get to the paint, then you're going to be in a poor scenario. Or if the pick and roll action defensively and Rudy Gobert is out guarding a guard and now he's in foul trouble because he can't keep up with other guards in the league, then it's going to create more problems and the chemistry will never be there. And a lot of question marks right now being even is on on uh, The boy DeAngelo Russell. They're yeah, what's up with him? To, they may have to go in a different direction in terms of point guard.
1: Oh man, like it's just the the team is built so well. You got Ant there too, is such promise as a young player. I'm concerned for the Timberwolves. I really Jimmy, am. I, I don't They're questioning they're questioning
0: Anthony Edwards uh what? His work ethic?
1: They're yeah. questioning his work ethic right what now. What is it, what is it with people in Minnesota and work ethic? You got Jimmy Butler just making fun of Carl Anthony <laughs> Towns and his work, work ethic, which I understand. I don't think there's no way that guy has a good work ethic when he's streaming on Twitch playing Call of Duty most hey, of the time. Which Listen, that ain't nothing wrong I'm not going right. right. no to criticize someone yeah. playing Call of Duty a lot because I'd be first in line for that one. Exactly. But when you're a professional basketball player and you're playing with someone like Jimmy Butler, okay, you you deserve to be criticized for that 100%. Right. But you can't have two like t- poles of the team, two superstars, theoretically, who have bad work ethics on the team. You can't. You can't have Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns have a bad work ethic. And then expect to do anything during the regular season, let alone make the playoffs. Yeah, so they
0: got to really tune some things up, and they may have to go into a coaching change
1: too. Oh, maybe that may be something they, just they may gave him an get. extension. They
0: did. They may have to go in a different direction with <sighs> that. I understand why they gave him the extension, though. Right? I can understand. why. Yeah, they no, hundred percent. He got it playing well. Yeah, they, and, yeah. they went to the playoffs last year. They made the play in. You know, they took the Memphis Grizzlies to what six games. So they yeah. obviously had a, you know, said a good reason to do so, but. Now we're in a new season. Things are different. Teams are healthier now. So the, what you thought was going to work with Rudy Gobert, Minnesota, it may not be in the right suit for them to be doing that. Yeah. So they may have to go in a different
1: direction. Tough, tough look. Tough look for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, some other things about what's trending, and this is a good team, Washington Uh-oh. Wizards. Yeah, listen. Get that Wizard cap on. Let's go out east to D.C. Four wins in a row for yeah. the Washington Wizards. They're wizard. doing they're, that thing uh, again. They're do- they're, they are doing that, that thing it's again. It's that thing we be Third talking about. best team. Defense in the league. Best defense. We're talking Wizards and defense. Wes well. Shout out to Wes Unsel Jr., man. He's putting in work to DC. And and I should mention, they're doing it all without Bradley Beal. Yes. And I sarcastically. Yeah, You're yeah, uh, you, Bra- yeah, you Wilder. In. Are the Wizards better without Bradley Beal?
0: You are Wilder. Absolutely not. But I will say this just like Kuz said, and I agree with Kyle Kuzma, and he mentioned this being. Okay. I think that they should run the offense a little more not every single play but I think they should run a little more offense through Kyle Kuzma because he's a willing passer. He can score 18 feet in, no problem, shoot the midy, you know, cut to the rim or get a layup, whatever the case may be. And he, he we know he can shoot the ball with confidence from three. Not saying he's going to make everyone but he's going to shoot them being right. he definitely going to shoot them with some confidence. So uh, I think if they can do that a little more they'll be in a good spot. Cause obviously you're about to mention what KP Porzingis, yeah. ball,
1: right? 21.5 points a game in November. That's a season high for him. He's averaging 20. So he's averaging more than a season average right. without Bradley Beal. Now they, I don't think there's ever been too, too big of issues with Beal and Porzingis playing together, but clearly, and this happened in Dallas too. When Luca was out, Porzingis was the guy. He did everything, shooting, rebounding, he even played some defense down low. So <laughs> I don't know – it's clearly a Porzingis problem where – He's not playing his best basketball when he's playing with someone else. Now, that's not meaning he's playing bad basketball, but he's not playing his best. So that's going to be something I think Unseld has to figure out, maybe stagger their minutes a little bit when Bradley Beal comes back. But the team's been playing great offensively. They've been playing great defensively. They're taking more three-pointers now, which was a huge issue going in to to the the start of the season. They couldn't hit three-point shots. They weren't shooting any three-point shots, and now they're just taking them as much as they can. So that's been a huge thing for them. So Wizards are on the up and up if once Beale comes back cuz he's going to come back soon cuz he was just out for covid issues i think it's right. been like yeah, 5 or healthy. 6 games yep. with covid so he'll be back and as long as he gets back into shape quickly enough wizards have a bright bright future cuz i love the i love the Listen, bench coming uh, off the bench they got see. some pretty good players denny Avdi is playing a lot better just had a career high in points like <laughs> there is some good stuff life, brewing in life. dc i
0: got to see i got to simmer it down and ava don't get mad at me for what I'm about to say. Oh, yeah. But Ava knows now, nah, if don't nobody know, Ava definitely knows, being So listen, we did this last year. With the Wizards, right? Did, ben. Oh, we did. They were, we did, We were high on the like, Wizards. We were high How on are they going to screw up this time? They, they doing that thing. That's why I say they're doing that thing again where they play well early into the season. You see it's only November, you know, early December. And then what they do, Ben, they kind of just fizzle they collapse. out. They just yeah. fizzle out into the standings. They end up on the back end in the bottom of the Eastern Conference. So, for the sake of the Wizards and everybody down in Chocolate City in D.C., we just hope, Ben, that they do not – fizzle out this time around again
1: <laughs> Yep, 100 i think they need to keep pounding keep going through and now that some of their younger guys i think this is what's going to help I'm talking about denny avia he's growing into his own he's figuring out who he is i mean even like corey kispert i was looking him up today and you know that's a name i haven't heard in, in a year or so as since he played in gonzaga he hasn't really been you know doing a whole lot with right. the Wizards. but he's starting to come into his own he's almost averaging double digit points a game this season he's come like eight bench. a little yeah high eights nines um rui hachimura's Treading water, doing all right, not playing poorly, but... You know, guys like Daniel Gafford, they just have good wait, role wait, players wait, coming wait, off the wait, bench. Wait.
0: You just brought up,
1: <laughs> You just brought
0: up Daniel Gafford. I got to bring up the play. This might have been the best play of Kevin Durant's career. He did. I, I know I, you saw it, right. He should have gone into After that one. He got, he got dropped. Yeah, yeah, he He became got part of the floor. He was definitely a part of the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Glued to the floor. Like the lady who glued herself <laughs> last year to the floor. At the <laughs> that was Daniel Gafford right there. He was Daniel. doing a protest of his own. That's what I'm saying. to defense. <laughs> That's what he was doing, protesting
1: defense, because he was definitely riding skates when he did
0: all that Mess he did.
1: Yeah, so. man, that is not a good look for Daniel Gafford. <laughs> so I understand why maybe he wanted to go into hiding a little bit, a couple less than 10 minutes a game type of thing. Right. But once he comes back and figures himself out, and people forget about that,
0: hey, maybe the Wizards are going to be good. But what a moment for KD, though. I just had to say that. That was yeah. a good moment. Because, you know, every star player has a moment, right, in yeah, NBA? That was was – because I don't think up until that point, KD – well, maybe the shot over LeBron the second time around in the finals might have been one of his moments. Yeah. But I think, like, in terms of just, like, a regular season, killer crossover, like, that's a staple moment for KD. Yeah, for KD. That
1: was big. Yeah, 100%. I mean, up until then, I think the moment since – since then was him hitting the game winner against the Bucks that ended up not being the game oh, winner because yeah, his yeah, foot was too big. Yeah, yeah. That was a KD moment right there. That's true. Uh, let's go Never Will I Ever. Something yeah. we will bet, watch mm-hmm. for, root for again. Ooh, this is going to be really interesting. It's going to get spicy in here. <laughs> it's about I to really get spicy. Because
0: <laughs> I'm curious to what you think. Because you didn't okay. have one this week. So, like, I did. And I struggled, folks. Listen. I was struggling, okay? Yeah, sure. Like, I was really struggling in the, on the betting atmosphere this past week. Mm. And it had nothing to do with my brothers. It has something to do with my fellow white counterparts. You feel me? Like, it, like it was it was bad. Like, first being, we talked about Josh Giddey already we on did. the previous podcast.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm but He's the, had a rough go. You're right.
0: But he played well in his last outing against the Knicks. He did. So, I'll give him that, yeah. right? Like, I'll, I'll give him that. But. Your boy, your doy fella. I know. He sold the bag, Ben. I when know. I tell you, I needed Nikola Jokic to only score, Ben. Yeah. What, 10? I needed 10 rebounds and only like 15 points. So basically like a, just a double-double. He only – he had the points well over the points. Oh, No. The rebounds oh, as no. a seven-footer being? Yeah, I don't know. Only like four rebounds. Yeah. I was very disappointed.
1: I think that the way to go looking at his game log is for Jokic, you have to just either do points, rebounds, assists every game or just do assists, double digits, because that he's getting more double-digit assists in games than rebounds, double digits. But I just
0: needed a double-double just in yeah, general, though. That's, like that's, I just needed a double-double. Double. So totally it didn't matter rough. if it was 10 assists, 10 rebounds, Ten points, ten assists. Like it didn't matter. No. He didn't
1: do anything. He needed for two me. more
0: points for you. And we talked about he was about four Luka.
1: for four. He only shot four times. That's what I'm saying. Is that like, bro, he
0: was playing like crazy. Like I didn't that's, understand it. That's insane. It. insane like, to me. I was so mad. And then your boy Luka Magic, right? Okay, yeah. Your boy, I only what Luka. six, seven assists. Yeah. He sell, sell me the bag again. So three strikes and you're out. I guess I can't bet on no white NBA players <laughs> for a while because they just been but selling the bag.
1: He, against the Trailblazers, though, he went off. He did, he but I ain't off. bet
0: that game. <laughs> See, <the thing> is,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bet that game though, so that's why it was a little funky. But yeah, that's rough.
0: I, I will say this though, that's rough. Luca was struggling a little bit on the road because I feel like he's getting he's he's
1: wearing down. You think they gonna yeah. wear? Him? they gonna wear him out? Well, what was I it? I think they Stat, gonna wear him out. Stat Muse, I think, had an interesting thing where his shooting statistics get worse as the game goes on. He starts out great. The first quarter, second quarter, it's that's all right. How it was. Third and fourth quarter goes down. Yeah, remember that one play? He, he, like he, yeah. he was like that. Yeah, he was. He was great in the first half, like 26,
0: 27 points in the first half. Yeah, he may only finish the game with thirty four. So that means out of the twenty, the thirty four points you had, you only had seven in the second half. So like, that's a big struggle right there when it mm-hmm. comes to Luca. Like he, the second half of these games, he
1: has to be averaging some of the most points per game. Or, excuse me, most minutes per game. And I'm trying to look it up as I say this for this season. Right. So the person who's averaging the most minutes per game, interestingly, Donovan Mitchell, 39.1 minutes per game average. Luka is top five, though. He's number five in most minutes per game. Okay. That usage through the roof. I know it it, is. Yeah, the usage usage has got to be insane for him. And the thing is, like, Durant has more minutes per game than him, which I'm shocked by considering Durant's age and, you know, what he brings to the team. But they kind of need him (laughs) now that they don't have Kyrie. (laughs) They go through coaching changes. They kind of need him to be there on the court as much as possible. Tatum's up there as well. But, you know, with what Luka has to do and what you ask of him to do, 37 minutes a game is a lot. It is a lot. Especially just in November. You're starting That's what I'm saying. the season. Yeah, maybe because he just gets tired, you know. He's just breaking down a little bit early on.
0: What do you think of this, Ben? And I, I saw this, and I think, on another podcast, too. What do you think of this idea of making sure at all times – now, I know from a defensive standpoint, Ben, this may not be as effective. But a lineup where you got Spencer Dinwiddie, Christian Woods – and Luca Magic all on the floor at the same time. I think offensively you'll get an uplift for sure. Defensively it may be a drop off because you're not gonna have <laughs> you're like, gonna
1: need that offense. <laughs> you're not gonna have
0: the Klebers of the world out there no. or the Dorian Finney-Smiths out there. You know the guys that really play D on the perimeter. So if you gotta add from some traction, you may have to up your offense just to bring down your defense, just so you can eliminate so much usage. Yeah. For
1: Luka. And the interesting thing is, Dallas has had a really good defense this year, this far. They're fourth in the league in points per game given up. So their defense has been really good, along with how well Luka has been playing. But can it be sustained in the long run is the real question. And, and I don't, that has yet to be seen. I, I think the Christian Wood addition has been great to that team and been great to the pick and roll for Luka and, mm-hmm. and adds another offensive person there, which they desperately needed. But can it sustain itself in the long run? It's really my question there because I don't know. I don't know if it can sustain itself in the long run. And, uh, and the issue with Luca being worse as the game goes on is a huge issue. That is a
0: huge issue. a huge issue. And that just means that he's wearing down. Like he's wearing yeah. down
1: throughout the game. And that's not a good that's look not good. if you're Jason Kidd. Yep, not good at all. Prison time. It's your Let's favorite segment, right? It <laughs> is. And I don't even have anyone to throw in prison this week. You don't. But you do. Right to jail. <laughs>
0: Yes, I do. Who are you throwing in prison? Listen, I'm sorry, New York Knicks fans. I really am. Like, I apologize for this. But maybe I don't, because maybe I feel like this, too. I feel like some New York Knicks fans, they're going to feel how I feel about okay. this. Okay. But Tom Thibodeau, listen, folks, he may have to go, Ben. I Ooh, promise. Like, he Tom may have Bibbido to go. Tom Thibodeau, time yeah. to go? You throwing him in prison? Yeah, we might have to put him on the high seat. He may have to lose his job because oh, there's boy. no way defensive-minded Tom Thibodeau giving up 145 points in a, in a regulation. Yeah, Regulation,
1: beat. Not only, not only that, but it was to the Oklahoma City Thunder, too. A bottom-feeder
0: bottom team, quote-unquote. Oh, we gonna disrespect don't, them like that. SGA, you know, we love the SGA. Yeah, I'll take it back. <laughs> take I do back. take <laughs> it back. I do take it back. But <laughs> Sorry, OKC. Okay, we, yeah. we didn't mean to <laughs> do that. But I will say this, though. They're struggling. Their yeah, $100 million are. players are not playing well enough defense or at least good enough defense by Thibodeau's standard. So they're riding the bench the whole fourth quarter of games. That's not okay. Like, And if you're going to pay these guys, you got to play your guys. Yeah. So whatever you think it is you need to do to fix the situation, Tibbs, you need to get on that like yesterday because it's been a big issue with you not playing your young guys. Like He doesn't play his young guys ever, and like, that's the major concern, at least for me being, with the New York Knicks. It's like, bro, play Obi Toppin. Play Cam Reddish. Like, give these guys a chance to learn on the fly and make mistakes on the fly.
1: Yeah, if you had to guess where the Knicks were in the league, what position they were in points per game given up, what number would you guess out of the 30 teams?
0: They are probably cuz they probably defensively are probably fine when it's all said and done for the most part. But they probably somewhere in the middle. So I'll probably say maybe like
1: 15-16,
0: 25th. 25th? Woo! 25th I gave them too much credit. And in the last <laughs> I gave them too much
1: credit. In the last 3 games, <laughs> they're 29th. In points per game given Oh, so it's up. only getting worse. It's only getting worse, and then that 145-point <laughs> game adds a ton to the last no, three. No, definitely. But, man, 123 points, a, 116 points a game given up, almost 117 a game from the New York Knicks, so uh, defense uh, is an issue. A time
0: Thibodeau coached New York yeah. Knicks team. You gotta emphasize that, because yeah. everybody always want to talk about how tibs is just, you know, so defensive oriented, yeah. and you know, he's gonna get guys out there to stop other players and defend on both sides and yeah. rebound and play hard and die for loose balls. Nope, man, get that energy. did do here. it, didn't do it at <laughs> all. I, I, I agree. I think it's time. To, it's time
1: Tom Thibodeau met NBA prison. Throw him in, throw him in, get him in there. And uh, no free card, no, no free card. Okay. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna use it. I get one, I get one, and I'm not gonna use it right now. Okay, uh, on the hotline, we go. Let's see the hotline. What some of our listeners have to say this week about the NBA. Got James Whitten from Facebook. Again, Mm -hmm. go on Facebook, let us know, leave some comments. You can text us uh, if you would like. We have that voicemail line that's always open, 773-273-9088. Give us a call at that, 773-273-9088. Again, you can leave us a text, and we'll read it on the show. James Whitten from Facebook said, Time to shine some light on the Trailblazers. And I think we did a little bit last week, but, yeah, that um, Blazers have been fun. Blazers have been good. Blazers have been fun. Anthony Simons. That guy can hit threes from wherever he I like is. Him. He's taken up from Dame Lillard. Lillard's t- like teaching him some tricks or whatever it is. Cause <laughs> He's talking about teaching him some tricks. Simon's three point shooting's been really impressive, but that team as a whole is finally, finally, we can say like good things about the Blazers.
0: Yeah, we, I mean, we've always been able, we always tried to at least, but there's always been like an injury or two with the Portland Trail Blazers. And even currently right now, I believe Nurkic is out. So, But they're still able to find ways to win some of their games. You know, you got yeah. the Jeremy Grant who came over from Such Detroit. a good addition. Such a good Such addition. A good I addition. think people really slept on what he was going to be able to bring yeah. to that team on the wing, you really for the wing, for Damian Litter to take pressure off of him. Like you mentioned, Anthony Simon—that's the guy wow. I really want to talk about being because right now he's putting up career numbers: twenty-two points a game, shooting forty from deep, attacking the rim more than he did the first few years he was in the league. Like I'm really big on Anthony Simon, and you know, they not really too much of a drop off from their vet that was there, C.J. McCollum. Like I feel like he just came right on in, and they yeah. didn't really miss a step in the backcourt.
1: Yeah, he's been he's been a lot of fun to watch. The Blazers have just been good, man, and and. I hope they can keep it up. I, I really do. I mean, I, I think they can, and I don't really see a reason why they wouldn't be able to keep it up. But, I mean, right now they're sitting uh, first in the West, tied for first in the West with the Nuggets, and they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. You know, they don't show any signs of slowing down and, they and being, a, being a fraud. So, through 12 games, what do you always say? Give them 10 to 20 10, games. Yeah, we'll we'll 10, see 40. after game 20. So, eight more games, two or three more weeks. We'll really come back to the Blazers and see if they're legit, but... I have no reason to believe they're not at this point. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll come back in a week or two. And <laughs> yeah, see. we'll see. Uh, Mike D on Facebook. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Look at Anthony Davis now, fellas. That's what oh, he yeah. said. Look well, at Anthony Davis now. Well, he's coming off
0: a big night. Day-to-day day Davis. Day-to-day day Davis. He is coming off a big night. I, I was impressed. I did watch that game. I don't know if you had the opportunity to watch that game. A little bit. I think the the main reason why I wanted to watch it being because, obviously, the Lakers and the Nets, they played no Kyrie and no LeBron. So, in my thought process before the game came on, I'm like, okay. It's like a normal old-school game, like early 2000s, where it was like only one superstar on a team and a bunch of other guys. So, you got KD versus AD out there. Well, they played well, both of them on both sides. Anthony Davis, aggressive. Aggressive, attacking a basket on the glass, Ben. He was on the glass. Could you believe it? 17 rebounds. Look at the guy.
1: He's (laughs) finally realizing he's uh, 7 foot million.
0: (laughs) Like, I was just happy about that. Like, no 8 rebound game, no 9 rebounds, no Jokic 4 rebound game. Yeah. Now, granted, with Jokic, I did harp on that a little hard, with him only having (laughs) 4 rebounds. little hard. His teammate, Aaron Gordon, did have like 17 rebounds in that Man's same contest. That's clean the glass. So yeah. if you can clean the glass collectively as a team, then go ahead and do so. But if you're seven feet tall like Anthony Davis being, there's no you got Yeah, you gotta be, you got to be no grabbing 18, 14. The, the rebound numbers <laughs>
1: actually make sense. He's playing a decent amount of minutes too, which is awesome. So – Stay healthy, Anthony Davis, because day day. I lo- I want to see a fun Lakers team and they're going to get some guys back. Dennis Schroeder is supposed to be coming back from his injury. So, Thomas Bryant's supposed to be coming back as well in the next couple weeks. Maybe we see a little bit of change in the Lakers. Dennis Schroeder's definitely going to help. Thomas Bryant's definitely going to help. So, maybe we see some some uptick. Maybe buy stock in the Lakers now and it'll pay off in the coming weeks. I got to tell you something. Maybe be a
0: fun stat. Here's a fun stat for you. So you know the last time LeBron and KD faced off was when?
1: It's a great question. Off the top of my head, I don't know when was it the last time they faced Probably like off? F-
0: three or four seasons ago. Okay. Was the
1: last time they played
0: against? Really? Each
1: other. Like, isn't that bizarre? Like, that that's is wild. very, very bizarre. East and West, I guess. That's crazy. Yes, it is. We need to. We need to see more of that. Obviously, they need to play against each other, and maybe. So, the, so I think
0: the next time the opportunity the Nets and the Lakers play won't be until February. I'm
1: surprised the NBA doesn't put them against each other more often. I mean,
0: but. you know, it's the an East and West thing, so they only going to yeah. play two times a year, you know, that sort of thing. And so yeah. when you have it like that, one team got to get you know one road, one home game, and so when it's like that. That's why we only get them twice a year. But see, you know, LeBron was out, and then you had a situation where KD was out a whole year because right. of the Achilles. So yeah, they haven't played against each other in a long time. Being it's kind of crazy.
1: That is that is kind of nuts. Honestly, that's uh, that is definitely wild. But that is on the hotline. So again, leave us leave us notes. Facebook, YouTube, text line seven seven three two seven three nine zero eight eight. Leave us leave us some notes. We'd love to hear some hot takes from the NBA season. Um, but yeah. I that's that's it, it, huh? Yeah, yeah that's, that's going to conclude
0: this edition of the Points in the Paint podcast presented by Stadium. I am Zach Badgerhouse. That was my main man, Big Witness Dean. You can follow us both on our respective handles, social handles, that is. And, again, you can subscribe, rate, review, give us five stars, no four stars. I'm going to think you're a hater, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't, we don't need you doing that. It's, you know, Points in the Paint, wherever you get your podcast. subscribe on our YouTube channel at watch stadium and you can be able to catch all these beautiful faces and all these clips and interviews from different guests that we have on the show throughout this season. And you will hear from us next week.